Welcome to Event Up, the place where people enthusiastic about events stay in the know on the latest trends within the events industry. Live, hybrid, and virtual experiences. From virtual events to conferences, award galas, and everything in between. Here's your host, Amanda Ma. Hi, everyone. We're here to give you the inside scoop of all things events. I'm Amanda Ma, the founder and chief experience officer of Innovate Marketing Group. We are a virtual and live experience agency that provides full service event and activations for top brands like TikTok, East West Bank, and City National Bank. Today, I'm joined by another Amanda, Amanda Westervelt from our team. She's our corporate event manager here at IMG, and she's actually going to be sharing with us some of her tips and insights to in-person, because we actually did one. You know, it's our actually our first one since March 2020. So I'm very excited to talk to her about this. Amanda, since, you know, we just did this Raya event at the Crustacean, can you tell a little bit more about our first live event? Sure. So Raya, if you haven't already seen it, it's a Disney movie. And in this event in particular, was about the celebration of Raya as our first Southeast Asian Disney princess. Um, it was a dinner reception style where we had some mover and shakers in the industry connect with each other and celebrate this momentous occasion. That's wonderful. And in planning this event, what are some steps that we need to consider in some of the restrictions, especially with the ever-changing world of post-pandemic that we should put in place? I think first and foremost, you need to assess the risk of your actual event. Um, for example, when you're eating or dining, your risk gets elevated because people are taking off their masks. So first and foremost, assess the risk of which your event is at. Um, yeah. Okay. Oh, perfect. Yeah. The face mask mandate has been in place for almost a year now. Will face masks continue to be required for events? Absolutely. As many people have seen, the CDC has, has now announced that if you are fully vaccinated, you don't need to wear your mask inside or outside. However, that is just recommendation. That is not mandate or state law. Make sure that you're up to date on your state, local, and um, uh, regulations that are within your county district. Um, for example, us here in Los Angeles, we are still required to wear masks when going into indoor facilities. And I know for the recent life event you did, we actually also, you know, had to collect all their either vaccine card or negative test result. Can you kind of share a little bit about that process and were there any pushbacks for that? Sure. For in, in particular for this event, um, because the risk level was high and it was an indoor event, uh, we did as a organization and the host decide to do uh require vaccine cards or proof of negative COVID tests. Uh, it was a very streamlined, easy process. Uh, we required it upon invitation um, to send back the information, um, where, which we saved in a very secure area uh, to not share personal information, or we had the option to show proof of vaccination or negative COVID test on the day of the event. 
And based on my knowledge, there weren't a lot of pushbacks because I think people no. were just excited to go to an event in person, right? Exactly. And not only was everybody very excited, but there is a level of comfortability that they felt knowing that I was asking everyone for this information. So they know if, they knew that if I was asking them, I was asking other attendees as well, which means that they were, we were creating a safe environment for everyone to join and gather. That's wonderful. And how about the vendors? Like, yes. what do we do? So with the vendors, we also require proof of vaccination or negative COVID tests. And in some instances, even liability waivers uh, to ensure the safety of not only the staff, but also each of the companies individually. Wonderful. And I know like on site, there's like hand sanitizer and we have our designated area. So it doesn't mix with other general public or restaurant goers. So we define that space. Exactly. So you have a designated space where um, guests and attendees can wash their hands uh, thoroughly or use hand sanitizer, um, allowing them to feel as clean as possible. And I know you were also doing an amazing job just checking out all the vendors, make sure, making sure they did have all their masks on and if someone was taking it down. <laughs> Yes, and that uh, that is something to keep in mind as well, is that sometimes your vendors aren't up to date on the latest and greatest regulations. So they might be feeling vaccinated and free and taking down some of their masks, but just remember that that mask mandate is still in place. So it must be worn over your nose and mouth. Thank you for that clarification. So, you know, I think then what happens after June 15, because now new guidelines came out this week, can you kind of share some information on that? Yes. So for the guidelines that have been put out, it is still recommended to um, wear a mask and to require proof of vaccination uh, at the beginning of your event or negative COVID tests. Uh, now for outdoor events, you do have a little bit more flexibility on that if they show proof of vaccination. There is a little bit of flexibility on that, but primarily for indoor events, uh, which we focus on is uh, in this instance where we're focusing on is um, you still are required to wear your mask and social distance and uh, show proof of vaccination or negative COVID test. And this is for regular event or events that are over 5,000 people? Like over the mega, five, the mega events okay, that are five, over 5,000, yes. Great, thank you. I think that's, you know, and then because if you're a private event, there's been a lot of discussion like what can and cannot be done. So just make sure we're constantly being updated and checking on what the current status is. But you definitely want to make sure you communicate. I think Amanda W brings up a good point about communicating what it is that you have put in place for COVID-19 safety so that guests are, you know, that for those people that are thinking about coming in person, they know that, okay, once I come on site, it will be safe, right? So I think it's very important to communicate that upfront if you want people to show up, right? Um, and then what is the overall process of planning a life event, Amanda? I know we were joking last year, we planned more than a hundred virtual event and we're joking like, do we even remember how to do life events anymore? Yeah, so, and that was a learning, a little bit of a relearning uh, process going back into live events. Uh, like I mentioned before, assess your risk first and foremost. 
and then just once you assess your risk, figure out how in that registration or RSVP process, how are you going to collect information and also deliver information? Once you have those two kind of finalized out, you can go into with your vendors, your venues, and other um, people who will be on site at that point and um, making clear who is providing signage, who is providing, um, you know, people, staff who will be around, you know, kind of regulating your mask wearing, who is regulating cleanliness. Um, also making sure that there is a facility that you can wash your hands at and use hand sanitizer. Uh, making sure that everything is as COVID safety and as COVID friendly as possible, while still relaying as much information over to your attendees as possible. And of course, receiving, like I said before, in that registration process, receiving that information from your attendees. So in case anything does happen during the event, you're easily able to get push out information. Uh, this is a great use of an event app. Uh, if you guys are interested or looking into that during your event, that's a great way to get information out. Um, and one recommendation that I also would have is have a designated area for anyone who's feeling sick during your event. Um, that way they have a place to quarantine themselves and then also have contacts for local um, emergency facilities or hospitals. Great, I think, you know, thank you so much. That was so many great tips. I think one of my favorite is about talking about, you know, going forward, what's going to happen, right? So our agency, we're helping a lot of client plant events that's beyond June 15. So knowing those new re restrictions about the mega events and what you can do for smaller events, that's such a great tip, as well as what you were sharing about the private area. I know for the Raya, the way Amanda planned it and the space that was chosen, we actually had the, our own private bathrooms. So that doesn't mix with anybody else. You know, so Amanda shared a lot of great tips. I hope you guys were all taking notes. If not, just rewind, then you can rewatch and take down those notes. It's very important to make sure like all these COVID safety is in place. Events are finally coming back and we wanna keep it that way. And I would just say it was so fun to be in person again, doing in-person events and every, seeing everybody smile and they don't wanna leave. Very true. <laughs> Great. Well, before we go, this week was a very special holiday, you know, celebrated by our team and just a Nash is actually National Wine Day. And we recently did a virtual, oh, Amanda, <laughs> she's ready to go. Uh, yeah, apparently it's National Wine, yeah, it's National Wine Week versus National Wine Day because she's so work, she's working on this wonderful bottle. But we recently did a virtual wine tasting that was fun, right? That was so much fun. Great interaction and great way to connect with your fellow coworkers or even clients that you have. And then we did, so the way we did, we actually did at our company retreat where we were together, but then the you know instructor was doing virtual and we actually done quite a few of these and it was all virtual where everybody's on different places and it was still really fun and just something different, right? Get rid of that Zoom fatigue. Thank you for tuning in today and joining the two Amandas. Again, we're with Innovate Marketing Group and we're just passionate about planning. As we discussed today, we'll be ramping up to go back to life events. If your company is looking to go back to in-person events or virtual or hybrid, give us a call, check out our website, let us know how we can help. Thank you for listening. 
Tune in next time on Event Up.